This is Influencing Insider, the weekly webinar that interviews Australia and New Zealand's best journalists about how they like to work with communications professionals. To view our complete library of episodes and register for the live shows, head to influencing.com forward slash insider. Hi and welcome to Influencing Insider. I'm Mike Woodcock, your host for this episode. Today's guest is Alex Adams, editor and founder at Eat, Drink, Play. Alex joins us today to discuss lifestyle PR, how to get in touch and best practice for sharing stories. For those that are new, welcome. We'll take questions during the episode, so just enter them into the chat box and we'll do our best to get through as many as possible. In the meantime, welcome Alex. Thanks for having me. Nice to see you again. Thank you. So um, uh, I've just done a quick little intro um, explaining that you're the editor and founder of Eat, Drink, Play, but it probably is worth explaining a little bit more about what Eat, Drink, Play is, and you're probably the best person to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, straight off the bat, Mike, I have to apologise if I'm a little bit spacey. As I mentioned before, I had a baby about three weeks ago. So, yes. I mean, I've Thank got baby so room. Um, so, yeah, I might not be as, as uh, sharp as I normally am. But Eat, Drink, Play, um, I started it about, oh, we're going nearly 12 years ago, 12 years ago now. Um, my background, um, journalism, worked in sales and marketing, um, and then started uh, Eat, Drink, Play, initially as a blog, I mean, you've got to go back 12 years ago and there weren't really any online publications. I think Time Out was just sort of starting to go online around about the same time. Everything was really print-based. So it was more of a blog and then um, about a year into that made it more of like a lifestyle website with different contributors and people writing for the publication. Um, but basically we do, as I said, eat, drink, play. Um, sorry, there's my dad in the background getting the pram to take the baby for a walk. Nothing like live uh, live coverage there. Um, so, yeah, uh, everything to do with eat, drink, play in Sydney and Melbourne. So bars, restaurants, things that are happening around town um, is what we mainly cover um, on the uh, on the website. Great. Um, and, and who would your audience be? Um, our audience is you know, 25 to 35, um, predominantly female. It is female and male skewed, but we do have about um, a 60% female readership. They are living and working CBD, um, uh, suburbs, um, sort of a higher disposable income, um, and obviously they, they like to go out. So on average they're going out more than two times a week. Okay. And how, how are you sourcing stories for that audience at the moment? How do you develop a story? Uh, well, we, if you could see the newsletter at eatdrinkplay.com uh, <laughs> inbox, it is flooded with press releases. So um, we do, I mean, we're, we're like a lot of small publications. There's only, there's only a few of us in the team. And so we have freelancers as well. But I guess we are really reliant on pitches that come through. Uh, we do do guides, so at least a couple of times a month we'll do specific guides where we'll go out and based on our own experiences of, you know, dining out in that city or researching what's happening, um, we'll put together those guides. But a lot of the time it, it is pictures or press releases that come along the desk and we think, you know, that's a really cool idea, let's run with it. Okay. What uh, You mentioned it's flooded um, with, with pictures, which 
uh, again is is something I, I do hear sometimes. Um, what makes uh, what makes a pitch stand out in that inbox for you? What what's something that people could do to really really make it pop for you? Yeah, look, I think we're always coming back to what do our readers want to know about. So they want to know um, they want to know about the latest bars, the latest restaurants, the coolest things that are happening. So anything that's um, new opening normally catches our our um, our attention. Um, I'm not gonna lie, invite often honestly catches um, the attention sometimes. You think, oh, like you know, what's that? Often means something's new and opened, and you know, the PR want you to come in and check it out. Um, so that kind of catches attention, and anything that tends to be sort of new um, is is mainly what we uh, catches our attention. Are you finding that you, there's more of this coming through now as we sort of reach? Um, you know, we've been through sort of all the lockdowns and things like that. Things are opening opening up a lot faster. Yeah, big time. I, I bet there was a huge backlog. I mean, it was really hard during the lockdown for every hospitality venue out there, but it was also hard for us. I mean, there was only so many articles we could write on. Here are the best Netflix shows to binge on and here are the best takeaway options that yeah. you can now get. So it's so nice for us to be able to have new things to be able to write about. And I know so many bars and restaurants and festivals and, and things like that were really put off um, until you know they couldn't open because a they you know we couldn't we're in lockdowns and also b because there weren't staff and I know a lot of venues are still waiting to open because they can't get staff so you know that's a it's a now really exciting time for us to be able to write about these places again and that does mean that there is a lot more coming into you know coming across our desk to to try and cover and we only have a limited amount of space as well so you know unlike some of the big publications that are um, submitting, you know, they're publishing multiple articles a day. We have um, two newsletters that go out a week in Sydney. So we've got every Wednesday, every Friday, um, and we've got eight articles that we do in each of those. There's really only 16 articles a week that we're doing um, that we're actually publishing on the site. But then we've also got content through Instagram, which I guess is a short form of publishing. So sometimes we might get a story that might it might be happening too soon. Someone hasn't sent it to us with enough time to write a story or to make one of those deadlines for the newsletter. So we might still cover it on Instagram or Instagram stories, which as we've seen is getting incredible coverage as well, rather than just the unique visitors. You know, you can get some same amount of coverage um, on, on Instagram as well. Okay. Um you, you mentioned Instagram, which tells me that um, for, for a story to really land for you, if I've attached a photo or some sort of imagery or multimedia, that, that's going to be more useful for you than if I haven't? 100%. Don't pictures a story without good imagery. Okay. Yeah. Or artwork. Don't send us artwork. We don't publish artwork. It's only high-res imagery. Okay, great. Would you prefer to have that attached or maybe a link through? Depends on how many, if you've got a couple of great stories, just pop a Dropbox link in there so we can just easily download those photos. That, that's great. We've got a few to select from. Don't send us 20 photos, but pick, you know, your top three and send them over. That's great. And what I've found in the past, which I really appreciate from PRs, is when they send different publications different photos so then you don't find that your story about this new bar opening has the exact same photo as every other publication. If okay. you can try and get a few different ones, I think that's always it's always a nicer experience for users, but it's also good for us. Okay. No, that's that's a good tip. Thank you. We've got a couple of questions coming through. Um, Kathy Gunn has asked, are you based in Melbourne or Sydney? Re-invitations. 
So we've got a team. So uh, myself and Jess. So Jess is the acting editor while I'm on Matt Lead. Uh, but we're based in Sydney and then we've got a team of freelancers in Sydney and Melbourne. So we have people who can attend things in both cities. Okay, great. Thank you. Uh, Roberta Seldon has asked us, how far ahead do you need to know about outdoor events? Uh, any event, really. I mean, three weeks is probably good for us. Um, th two to three weeks. Anything greater than that, unless it's like a this is coming and this is going to be a big thing. Sometimes we might do sometimes we might do two stories. So if it's um, this cool new thing is happening, um, put this in the diary. Sometimes we'll write about it. Um, but if it's too far in advance, it might just be one of those things that we're like, oh, we'll get to that eventually. And if it's too close, like within a week, it might you might have missed that cycle for the newsletter and you might only be able to get social media coverage. Um, so I would say two to three weeks is usually the sweet spot. Yeah, uh, Claudia's asked a similar question. What is the ideal lead time for a story? So yeah, two, two to three weeks, yeah. Um, Adeline's asked, what are some of your green and red flags for pitches? Ah, um, oh, look, I think it's just knowing what we write about. So I think, you know, we, we, as I said, we tend to write, you know, about bars and restaurants and cultural activities and things like that. Things that we don't tend to write so much about is, um, you know, like diet culture or fast foods or things like that. So just knowing knowing what we've written about in the past and, um, you know, yeah, not not pitching the same old thing every single time we've already said, look, it's not really right for us. Um, another really simple one is just know who you're addressing. So the amount of time, and I know this happens often and uh, I'm sure the PR would cringe when they've done it, but just don't send out a blanket. <coughs> we've had so many times where it's like, do you time out? We're like, nope, we're eating play or deep broadsheet. So just knowing, don't send a blanket message. Just actually mm -hmm. know, hi, Alex, or hi, Jess. Even just being able to know who you talk to when we've got, a, we've got the contact details on our website is enough to catch our attention rather than just a blanket email. Sure. And, and earlier you flagged the importance of having photos and imagery attached in there as well. Um, so I suppose that's a green flag. Uh, for you. Are there any other really good things that, that people can do, like a, a follow-up phone call or a follow-up email? Yeah, look, the follow-up call is actually quite good because, and I'm not saying, you know, calls all the time and pitches everything, but, you know, sometimes it is good just to, hey, I'm just following up on this press release and it might be that we actually missed it. Um, and it could be even just if you don't hear from us the first time, send it again because sometimes it just gets lost in the inbox. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely following up, um, high res imagery, have all the details. Like I always like saying a press release, which has got all of the information in it that we can filter through, but I always like having a little snapshot at the bottom, almost like a who, what, when, where, why, which, how. So if I'm just having a quick, even maybe put that in the body of the email, like, Hey, this is happening. This is when it's happening. You know, here's a link to it. And just having everything really easily laid out for us to, to quickly glance at is a real help. Yeah, yeah, simple. Oh, no, I like that. I like that idea of putting something simple at the top there. Um, I've been asked by uh, Partis, uh, do you like to receive pictures around International Food Days such as International Pasta Day or, or what have you? Yeah. Uh, I suspect that's a lead into a pitch, which I love when people do actual pitches. No, that's all right. That actually leads to um, some fun content for us. So it might not be that we 
Oh, it could be that we do a guide around it. I mean, if it's International Pasta Day, it might be a little reminder to us to say, um, you know, we've got Sydney's best pasta guide or Melbourne's best pasta guide. It might be a little nod to us to reshare that again. Um, and then if your pitch aligns to an article we've already got or it's, you know, a funny little, like, fact or something, it might add to the, the social media share that we do. So who has got the best pasta at Melbourne or Sydney? Well, I'm not getting into that today. <laughs> we'll skip over that one. Claudia's asked how long would you would want PRs to wait before picking up the phone for a follow-up or, or sending a follow-up email? Um, I think like uh, about a week is probably probably enough. Um, Jess, so Jess at the moment, she's more, she is more, the she's like our content manager. And so okay. she basically tries to filter through everything and she does try her best to get back to most people. But if she doesn't, it, it just means that it, it wasn't right. Um, but if someone does follow up, you know, often she'll be like, hey, it wasn't right, you know, thanks anyway. Um, or, yeah, cool, that might fit for something. Can you get in contact with us again in the future? That might fit into something that we're, we're working on later. Yeah. So so while you're on leave, um, is, is and congratulations again, um, is um, what's the best email that we should be, you mentioned Jess a couple of times, should we be sending things to Jess's email? Yes, and I'm so sorry she wasn't able to make it. She had a prior engagement, but um, yeah, so Jess Gorsi, so Jess, and then her last name is G-A-U-C-I, um, and she's just newsletter at eatdrinkplay.com. So the best place is to send uh, things over to her with pictures, and yeah, just, just be mindful, I guess, of the stuff that we cover. So the, the things that we're always going to pay attention to, new bars, new restaurants, um, if there's like a you know a festival happening or a cultural activity or you know maybe it is World Tequila Day, um, you know that that sort of stuff definitely does pique our interest. I guess the things that we maybe doesn't get as much traction is where it's um, although we are interested about it, we might just do it on social if there's like a new product, so like mm -hmm. some new food or some new alcohol brand. Like we still might cover that, but it might just be. Um, some Instagram stories about, hey, check out this new tequila that's just hit the market. Or So I think be open-minded to what kind of coverage we would potentially offer. It might not always be a story um, on the website. It might be an Instagram story. It might be an Instagram post. It might be um, the title of the newsletter. It can be varied depending on where we think that it, it fits on our multiple platforms. Sure, that, that, that makes sense. Uh, are there any particular topics or areas or stories that, that you're really interested in at the moment? Um, look, I think for quite some time now we've really supported regional. So, uh, like, you know, regional places, like short short trips that you can do. I mean, I feel like everyone at the moment on my Facebook feed is in the Greek islands or travelling around Italy at the moment. Mm -hmm. But we are still interested in uh, regional New South Wales or regional Victoria and short trips that people can do. I think that's... That's always nice, a nice angle, and it seems to perform well on our site. Um, as well as, yeah, any any sort of new opening or um, you know interesting product, like we're happy to hear about that as well. Okay. Um, uh, do you ever do product reviews at all? We used to do a lot, and we don't do it as much. It tends to be more on socials, so it tends to be more lifestyle content about you know 
hey, you know, this is a, it's Friday night in the office and we're having these drinks or it tends to be a bit more about that rather than yeah. um, unpacking the latest tasting notes from a new whiskey, which we used to do a lot and that's probably because I used to do most of the drinks reviews yeah. and I've kind of pulled back a little bit. Yeah. I've had two kids in, in two years, so I've... Um, I've actually done a lot of work with a lot of non-alcoholic beverage brands out there. So that's sort of, um, that's because I was mainly doing those. But I guess the other thing is we do do a lot of paid content as well, which I know PRs are always, um, you know, trying to get free editorial, but we do work with a lot of PRs on paid campaigns. And, you know, even if there's like a little bit of budget, we can make that work go a long way as well. So, and often we'll, we can work to sort of do some paid content to support some editorial content or um, even like displays. So, you know, if there's, we've written an article and you managed to get your client in Sydney's best rooftop bars, for instance, um, it's a, an article that performs really well on the site. Um, you know, we've had PRs who've then spoken to their clients and said, hey, this is getting lots of traffic already. You know, you, you might want to pay a little bit extra and you can have an ad there or you can do some paid content um, to support that. So have the conversation with us. We also do, I know Jess does uh, monthly like paid call outs. So, and they start from anywhere from like 500 bucks for a listing, which is quite cheap just because we might do like a whole guide and it's like, you know, we're doing this specifically for this month. Um, you know, if you want to get involved, let us know. So there's opportunities like that, that I know a lot of PRs that we work with have relationships with, will take those to their clients as well. Yeah. I've got a friend in an agency I'm thinking of right now that I need to get something Something about you guys too. Um, uh, what can I ask? Just last last question. What recent story or, or storyline have you worked on, or the team has worked on that, that you're really proud of? Um, look, I think as I, coming back to like guides, I think um, for me personally, it's anywhere where there's sort of locate travel based guides, um, and that could even be in Sydney. It might be like a staycation. Um, anything with sort of a attached competitions to as well where we actually see some amazing results grow our database and also manage to grow the database for um, people that have been involved in that guide I know uh, a couple of years ago we did uh, one where it was like win the ultimate date night on Kensington Street so you know where Spice Alley is in Sydney and so we did it was a competition where people could enter and they could win uh, cheese and wine tasting at hand-picked wines and then dinner at Olio and then um, cocktails at Gin Lane and then they won a night at the Old Clare. And in order to win the competition, they had to tell us their best pickup line. And so we had this huge competition. We got thousands of people to enter, um, which was great for growing our database but also getting you know traction for Kensington Street. And then we actually had so many good responses that we turned the date the pickup lines into a story as well. So then we were like, you know, you guys have spoken, here are the best pickup lines from our readers. So anything that kind of inspires another story from one story, I think is always a success. That, that sounds like a lot of fun. I'd like to read that. I'd like to see if there was a hall of fame and a hall of shame in the pickup lines. <laughs> there are a lot of bad ones in there as well. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, thank you so much uh, for spending some time with us. I, I really appreciate it. We've gone well over time and thank you everyone for your questions online. Um, if there was one thing that you wanted everyone to, to leave today knowing about your brand, is there, is there anything that we can add? Um, I think we've covered most things, but, yeah, just that we're, you know, we're a fun lifestyle brand that's all about bringing the best for each city um, to, to our readers. 
And, um, and you know, we're always open to, to having relationships with PRs. I guess the, the best way um, to do that, again, we're really time poor and would love to have coffees with all of you. I'm sure you're all amazing. Um, often meeting at an event is a nice way to start a relationship. So, you know, if there is a, you know, a festival that we pop along to or there's a dinner you're hosting or something like that, that's all often a nice way to to get to know you and then I know that myself and Jess both have relationships with PRs that we just trust because they're constantly sending us the the right kind of stories so also knowing our audience and and who we're writing for will be really helpful for us in the future so fantastic all right so um just to recap we're best to send uh send emails to the newsletter at email address but address it to Jess rather than yourself for the moment um, and um, you, you cover both Sydney and, and, and Melbourne for, for invitations. Yeah. Um, and thank you so much for spending some time with us today. I very much appreciate it. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Alex. Bye. Bye now. Thanks for joining us on Insider today. That was Alex Adams from Eat, Drink, Play. If you'd like to re-watch this episode, you'll receive an email with a link to the online replay shortly. And to access previous Insider episodes, simply sign up for free at influencing.com. Now, if you would like to also keep up to date with journalist movements and contact details, please email me directly at mikeatmediaconnect.com.au and we'll be in touch. We'll be back next week. I hope to see you there. Bye for now.